the C12 Faith and Business Show, sponsored by the C12 Group. What does it look like to run a business for Christ? By Christ, beyond symbols and charity. What does it really mean to live out your faith while leading in business? Real stories of real leaders trusting Christ and making eternal impact through the businesses God has called them to steward locally. It's all about building great business for greater purpose. Not just good business, business as ministry, business as mission, and business as worship. Hey, San Antonio, welcome to the C12 Faith and Business Show, where we interview local business owners and leaders who are living at the intersection of faith and business and talking about the real challenges and opportunities and what that even means. My name is Mike Sharon with the C12 Group, and this morning we are joined by Shane Pulver. Shane's the owner of ASG Energy, and we're going to find out what that means. So, Shane, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mike. So, Glad to be here. I'm really looking forward to unpacking your story and seeing how God uses it, because You've got a, a great story, neat business. So for the benefit of everyone listening, before we dive into what it means for you to be following Jesus in your work, what is ASG Energy? Uh, you bet. Thank you, Mike. <clears throat> ASG Energy provides energy reduction services to government and commercial co- customers in the form of LED lighting solutions that significantly reduce energy costs, maintenance costs, and energy consumption. And, and what that means is ASG Energy is an end-to-end provider when it comes to designing and implementing LED solutions. We design, manufacture, integrate, install, and support LED lighting solutions. We also manage the rebate programs for customers that are offered through local, state, and federal programs. Um, Then within the last year, we integrated an electrical services division as part of ASG Energy Offerings, which enables us to provide full electrical services from installing our own product to ground-up build construction. The really cool thing about it is that lighting can often comprise up to 40% of energy consumption of a commercial building. A retrofit to LED lighting can reduce the power consumption from lighting by up to 70%. And here in San Antonio, commercial customers can receive a rebate of up to 50% of the total cost of the the lighting conversion. Combine that with the fact that the majority of our products come with a 50,000-hour life and five-year guarantee, and customers are often seeing a return on their investment of under three years. So so tell me, like, what kind of projects, when you say you guys do retrofits and such, what... Where you guys put lights in around San Antonio? Anything we'd see? So probably a, a really cool project we recently did was, um, you know, the, the AT&T Center is being renovated this year mm-hmm. uh, for the Spurs next year. So the, um, the Silver Star needed a new home. So the uh, Freeman Coliseum commissioned us to completely redesign and retrofit their lighting to convert them from traditional to LED lighting. They needed to increase the foot candle from 25 to 175 so they could televise those games for the Silver Stars. So a- as the Silver Stars games are on TV today, uh, those are ASG Energy lights uh, above them. That's pretty cool. So LED lights can do something as big as stadium lights now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this was the first year that the Super Bowl uh, was completely done under LED lighting. So I didn't know that. It's, uh, it's growing. It's definitely growing. The train has left the building on LED lighting. So something as big as Freeman, what's, what's like a small project? I'm just, you know, small local businesses, mm-hmm. um, you know, really from the traditional fluorescent lighting in an office, um, you know, those consumption can reduce by 70% by converting to LED lighting. So, really? Yeah. Any cool. any commercial light, um, exterior parking lots, wall packs, all that. Hmm. So the, your product is cool and you guys have a unique business because you actually manufacture it and install it and service it. But the reason you're on the show today is because um, – you're a Christ follower, yeah. and not just a Christ follower in business, but you've dared to say that 
your business is a Christian business or you're going to run your business as a Christian. So we're in Texas, and sometimes people think because you're Texan, that means you're Christian. What does it mean to you when you say, I'm a Christian business or I'm a cr- following Jesus in my business? What does that mean to you? Well, <clears throat> what that means to ASG Energy is that we're, we're really intentional in all that we do with regards to Christ in our business. Uh, this starts from the first interview with a potential new employee and continues through their entire career with us. Uh, when we interview potential employees, we let them know we are a Christian company. We explain that we don't require that they are Christians, but we do require that they are willing to work in a company that follows the teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we include our faith statement in our new employee welcome kit. We introduce them to our email address for prayer requests. Uh, we, we often stop where we're at and pray for a big proposal we're getting, to, we're getting ready to submit or before we go to a customer meeting. Uh, we also start many of our customer meetings in prayer. Uh, e- each Monday morning, uh, we bring our electrical services division to the corporate office for a safety meeting and to send them out to the various jobs for the week. And we start that meeting by praying for our work that week, for the safety of each employee, and that their family is strong while they're out working. Uh, we then ask each employee for prayer requests and pray over them individually. Uh, we have a faith page on our website, and we, we created a video a couple of years ago that speaks to the conversion of our company from a purely secular one to, to one that has Jesus Christ as our true leader. Um, and and we, we use a communication channel called Slack, and we've set up a specific channel on that system that's there for prayer requests, Bible verses, and, and words of encouragement. Um, you know, as, as a leader of the organization, it, it, it really starts with me, Mike. I know that saying you're a Christian business can create many misconceptions, not, not unlike stating you're a Christian. Um, and really an almost daily prayer of mine is that when I interact with other business owners, with coworkers, and with customers, is that when they leave that interaction, they sense that there's, there's something different about me and that, that when they inquire what that is, that I seize the opportunity to tell my story of what Jesus has done for my life and my business. So has that always been true? Like that's a pretty, this is a lot more than putting a fish on a business card or just saying, Hey, I'm a Christian. So I don't, you know, I don't steal. Um, I mean, you're doing a ton. Where did that, where did all that come from? I mean, that's not normal. Is that, that is always how you've done business? No, you know, that's a, that's a really uh, great story. Um, and, and, and I've been a, I've been an entrepreneur. I've been a business owner since 2005, but I've only been a Christian since 2008. Hmm. Um, and, and so, so when you started your business, Jesus was not partner owner, even thought about the mighty dollar was the partner the owner and what we thought about mm-hmm. yeah and you're chasing after that fully chasing after that fully and wasn't it scary then to i mean how do you transition from that mind of business to this mind of business you know i when i when i became a christian i was really equally yoked with my partner he was he was closer to that than i was mm-hmm. um and you know, I think that when we when we really just decided to to give it up and, and to to know that this is God's business and and, and we're stewards of it, um, it it really wasn't that hard. It, it was a it was a complete release and a decision that we made, and that we're we're going to follow this path. Now, it, it didn't happen overnight. It was it was little steps. It was do this, let's do that, let's do this now, and. It was through through the leadership of of you and the C twelve group, through my other peers and in, in in business, through other Christians that led us to the different things we're we're doing today. Were you? I mean, there had to be a fear point. I mean, how did you go from being about pursuing success and obviously 
do you just not care about success now? I mean, did you just suddenly go forget money and I'm just going to be all about Jesus stuff, my business? I mean, your partner said, I think you're a little crazy. The fear points really were before I became a Christian and gave it up to God. I mean, that's when, that's when I was driving myself to the ER thinking I was having a heart attack and the doctor said, no, it's stress. Hmm. And it, that's what was eating me up. Once I, once I gave it up and really gave it up, look, this is his plan. I'm, I'm part of his plan, but, but it's his business and his plan. And, and when I close the door at the end of the day, if it doesn't open the next day and I'm faithful to him, he's going to show me another door to open. So you, so you actually trust God? Completely. A crazy idea. It's, 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 it's a freeing crazy idea. I remember you telling me, because ASG is your new company. You have, you've had other companies, and the company you first started your faith journey in was actually really in the defense space. Yeah. So I mean, this wasn't just talking about Jesus doing local handyman work. I mean, you were dealing with federal customers, military customers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, were you worried about what would happen the first time Jesus came up in a conversation with a, a military contracting officer? It sounds crazy, Mike, but I wasn't. Hmm. I just knew that, that it, it was either going to work or it wasn't. And, and we either had to be all in or not in at all. Hmm. And once we were all in, I, I promise you we've, we've lost some business because of our convictions. Um, but it, but it's, it's given us a whole lot more uh, success and peace and freedom than we, we ever could have imagined. Where did your businesses go? So we're, I want to circle back to the ministry things, some of the challenges, but I think sometimes there can be a sense of, okay, is this going to be a Jesus business or is this going to be a growing business, right? Those can sometimes feel like an A or B option. When you began following Christ in 2008 and dedicated this, that company to Christ, did the business grow, flatline, decline? Where did it go? Uh, it doubled in growth the first year. Uh, it it almost tripled in growth the next year. L- look, I- I'm, I am certainly a Christian business owner, but but part of my responsibility is to steward a successful company. Mm-hmm. So we have to be profitable. We have to to run a successful business to employ people to convert people to Jesus Christ. It's not about giving things away. It's not about uh, being a, being a not for profit or not holding employees accountable. It's about running a truly successful business. But running it for for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, not not for the dollar. The the dollar comes if you if you run a great business, if you treat customers fairly and ethically, and if you follow Jesus Christ. Th- those things will come. Um, they, I don't think they're exclusion exclusory of it. They're they're part. They're, they can they can live together. They can coexist. Hmm. So why do you uh, real quick before we dive into the um, after the break, I want to unpack kind of what the challenges have been because you just said all this cool stuff, right? So businesses right. are growing and you're praying and talking and doing this bold stuff. Right. I know on the backside doesn't mean it's all silky smooth. Um, why'd you go into LED lighting? Your previous company is more IT focused and staffing focused. Um, uh, that's just another God story. It was an individual that we met um, through through our work in, in government contracting that, that led us to to start an LED lighting company. And, and, and ASG actually stands for Always Serving God. Our, our mission is to bring the true light to the world through a work in LED lighting. Hmm. Um, so it, it, it's a that story would take a few more minutes to unpack. But um, over the three or four years we've been doing it, we, we now manufacture in, in in China and in the U.S. and and um, have an electrical services division. We do complete ground up electrical uh, builds and installs. So it's it's been an amazing journey. Cool, Shane. I love um, I love your passion for all this stuff, and I, I really I think it's cool the fearlessness you brought 
to trusting Jesus and following him in your business and the rigor you do about it. So in just a moment, when we come back from the break, I want to ask you about what's maybe been the challenges of this. What's been harder than people think? Um, where does that take you? Was it when you get down in the weeds of actually day-to-day business, where does Jesus make it cool and where does Jesus make it difficult for you sometimes? Okay. Um, friends, you're listening to the C12 Faith and Business Show. Today we're interviewing Shane Pulver. Shane is an owner at ASG Energy. They're an LED lighting manufacturing company right here in San Antonio. But you also got offices in Colorado, right? Colorado and Philadelphia on the East Coast. Philadelphia and the East Coast and some manufacturing out of China. So we're hearing his genuine story about trusting Jesus in the business and letting Jesus be the motivator and fuel of that company and what that looks like. Stay tuned. We're going to come back in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about the difficult side of that endeavor. So stay tuned. Hey, San Antonio. My name is Mike Sherr with the C12 Group. What does it mean to follow Jesus while running a company, being a CEO or a local business owner? We believe it matters a lot. In fact, our mission statement at C12 is to change the world by bringing forth the kingdom of God in the marketplace through the lives and companies that Jesus calls to run them for him. Through local groups, we've got over 140 leaders of businesses ranging from a million dollars to a billion dollars who are striving to glorify God in the business We say we're trying to build great businesses for an even greater purpose. And since 1992, hundreds and thousands of leaders all over the country have found a key to answering those questions about how to run a business in a way that pleases Jesus through being part of local C12 groups. Find out more today by visiting c12group.com. Welcome back to the C12 Faith and Business Show, where we interview local business owners and leaders who are leading businesses at the intersection of faith and business, where they are genuinely trying to follow Jesus in the middle of that business. Today, we've been interviewing Shane Pulver of ASG Energy. They manufacture and service and do all kinds of stuff with LED lighting. That's really cool. Um, That's my synopsis of the things you said earlier, Shane. And in the first half of the program, you shared a lot about um, what it means to be a Christian business owner, and you shared about it ton of things you guys are doing in the day-to-day life of that business. Um, unpack a little bit more, maybe some ways you saying I'm a Christ follower business plays out differently than people might think. I think one of the, one of the cool ways that it does is, is when, when customers ask what, what ASG stands for, hmm. um, it gives us a great opportunity to, to talk about it being always serving God. And, and, and that, that surprises people at first. It sparks conversation. Um, another really way I think we get to play that out is that when we sit down at a, at a client lunch, um, we, we ask if we can pray before the meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that has created some, some really awesome experiences. You know, one in particular here in San Antonio, uh, we were with the, the president of a company and one of his regional managers. We, we knew the, the president was a Christian. We didn't know anything. About, we had never met the regional manager. We, we sat down for lunch. Uh, we asked if we could pray before lunch. We, we prayed. And, and then it was, a, it was a great opportunity to talk about uh, faith, faith in business, and, and our walks. And, and the, the regional manager didn't say a whole lot. She, she listened to most of the lunch. She didn't speak much. Well, the, that president called us back the next day to let us know that that, that afternoon um, she came into his office. She was really moved by the luncheon. She she was a Christian but really didn't think that that faith and business had any place together, that they were completely separate, that church was for an hour on Sunday and business was 50 hours the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And, and that luncheon, she, just by asking to pray before lunch, really sparked a change in her heart 
to move her more towards bringing faith into, into her entire life. I was talking to one of our uh, C12 guys this last week. He runs a software company down in Laredo. And he had uh, just come to C12 the first time last month and he went back and he was he really had been kind of a closet Christian in business. And so he, he said, it's the weirdest thing, Mike. All I did was mention to my employees that I was praying for them. And it's asking anything I could do. And an employee came to his office crying, saying, you saying that gave me permission to begin talking about praying for other employees around me. And, and he said, this whole cascade of things happened. And he's like, all I did is say, I'm going to pray for you guys. Yeah. Like, and I didn't. <laughs> it, it's awesome, though. It, it really is. It, it gives us an opportunity to get real and to, and to be there for our employees, not, not just as an employer, but as, as somebody to listen to. Mm. Well, so Shane, you're an impressive guy. You're competing for an Iron Man. You've got these good businesses. You're doing these bold things for Jesus. Um, I want to be honest with listeners because the reality is when you say, hey, I'm going to be a Christian in business, um, it doesn't suddenly mean everything's smooth sailing, yeah, right? It doesn't, it doesn't just remove all the rocks out of the way and everything's just up, up to the right. Yeah. So share where following Jesus in your business has actually created some challenges or some frustrations for you. You know, I've, I've just had a recent one. Um, you know this. We, we did a sort of as part of a challenge in, in our C12 group. Um, one of my commitments was to do a, a blind employee survey to ask questions about employee satisfaction, specifically what we're doing as leaders, the mission of the company in their eyes, et cetera. And, and one of those comments was directed specifically at me. Um, it, it's centered around the fact that I start our Monday morning sales meetings in prayer. Um, and, and then we, we really get into the, the sales goals, the results from last week, the progress toward plan. You know, and the, and the sales meeting sometimes involves discussions and where we aren't hitting our, where we're hitting our goals and where we're missing our goals and what we need to do to hit expectations. This person stated that in their mind, uh, the fact that I would pray in a meeting and then bring up folks, bring up where folks weren't meeting expectations was me being hypocrit- hypocritical. Mm. Um, and and I, I interpreted this person as believing that, that we couldn't pray and counsel in the same meeting. Mm. Um, and you know that 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 really sparked the discussion between you and I and, and some of my peers. And and after the discussion, I, I went back on that next sales meeting and I, and I brought up that answer. I mean, it, it was completely anonymous. I, I didn't know who said it. I didn't even know if one of the sales guys said it. But I I brought up the answer. Um, and and then and then I, I it was an opportunity to discuss the parable of talents to show how we biblically must hold each other accountable for the treasures we are given. Um, See, so. So people have a lot of funny views about Christian, right? Yeah. I mean, you said earlier, you know, just saying you're a Christian, people can judge all sorts of things. Yeah. You know, that means you're for this, against that. Right. You know, maybe I associate you with someone I didn't like who's a Christian. Yeah. But in business, um, it can it can definitely there's a group of people who think that means you're going to be soft, or that if you love Jesus, that means you got to be loving and teddy bear and precious moments and sweet and cuddly, right? Well, I've, I've been challenged where I've had to write somebody up or I've had to terminate them, and they're like, "Well, I thought you were a Christian. How can you be? How can you write me up? How can you terminate me?" Well, again, it's it's yeah. When we say we're a Christian, when we say we're a Christian business owner, we're opening ourselves up. To, to be challenged, to, mm-hmm. to have a lot of those misconceptions be, be put on us. Um, and so you think you're actually being a good follower of Jesus when you do hold him accountable and sometimes even let people go? Yeah. So. Of course. I mean, we, we are. I mean, and, and I, I've told people that I've let go, look, you can keep coming to the Bible study. I will love you as a person. You're just mm-hmm. not a good employee. It's not a good fit for you here. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll help you find something else. I'll, I'll, 
I'll be the steward I can to you, but it's not a good fit for you here. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's – look, if, if we're going to follow the book, we've got to follow it all the way, and that, and that means being a great steward of our business. I, I often say that, that you know, I, I have sort of five roles in this world. My, my most important role is to be a believer of Jesus Christ. My second one is to be a husband. My third one is to be a father. My fourth one is to be a business owner, and my fifth one is whatever time I have left. And, and that's the center that I follow. That that's that's my my vision for my day and my week and my year. And, and part of that is being a great business owner. Mm-hmm. How did your team respond to your uh, your talking about the parable, of the ten talents, and the fact that following Jesus means I'm actually going to hold you accountable because God God cares about accountability? How did they respond to that? Uh, three people came to me after the meeting to say hey, that, that that wasn't me that said you were a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, look, I don't I don't want to know who said it. I, uh, mm-hmm. Um, counsel's important, mm-hmm. uh, criticism's important to hear. I really did want to hear all the comp- the comments because I want to grow from them. In that particular case, I felt like it was an opportunity for all of us to grow. A teachable moment. A teachable moment, for sure. For me, for, for the team, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Any other areas where you guys are, where you find it challenging trying to be a follower of Jesus leading the company? Again, I, I think that it's it's really in in those moments where um, you know, we spend 50, 60, 70 hours a week with these people, mm-hmm. and, and, and I am not perfect by far, and I make mistakes, and I say things that I shouldn't say. And I, I think if I weren't a professing Christian, people would just say, oh, that's just Shane, and he, mm-hmm. he got mad, and he got upset, and he got heated. When, when, you're, when you wear that every day, people sort of expect a level of perfection that we're never going to achieve. Right. So um i often have to apologize just so you know what i'm, I'm human I, I i i'm sorry for what i said i'm sorry for what i did i'll grow from it you know let, let's move on but it, it you know just by default it, it people want to hold us to a completely different standard which which they should but we're not going to be perfect at all times not when we're with people that many hours a day mm-hmm. well i love the fact that one of the things I, th- I know you do well shane is that you 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 live in that middle space be able to go I'm not perfect, but Jesus is, and be able to actually point to the fact that their their frustration is just because they're knowing the gap between you and Christ, and that allows you to actually focus on Christ. And uh, I love the fact that you're right. People are spending more time with you than with their families, any other community group they're part of, and even if they're part of a church, they're probably there an hour or two a week. And in the day-to-day, you're getting to disciple people. And, like, you know, it's one thing to learn a Sunday school lesson about the 10 talents is another thing to have the 10 talents used in a sales meeting to really help you think about, yeah, God held people accountable pretty harshly. And, uh, so in many ways you're there, you're a pastor to a group of dozens and dozens of guys and gals who may never go to a church and you got more opportunity with them than most pastors in town. So well done, well done stewarding that. No, that's something we talk about a lot at, at C12 is that, that we, as, as sort of, um, workplace ministers you know we, we have an opportunity to impact you know hundreds of more people than than, than some of the largest churches have so mm-hmm. it's a big responsibility i certainly don't do it well every day but i i strive hard uh daily to to meet that mission what are some of your dreams for the business impact where do you what, where do you hope this thing goes and the legacy it'll leave i i just think as as we as we continue to grow as as we take this thing nationwide which is our goal it, it's a, it's an opportunity to to continue to make disciples I, I think that's really the the true mission is that we 
we're able to touch as many lives as we can. Um, we're learning every day. We're growing every day. We are we are far from perfect. This this sounds great on paper, and it's an awesome interview. But it, it's it's stuff I got to put in application every day. And life is muddy, and life is messy, and 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 life doesn't always work perfect like it does on paper. But I think as we continue to grow and and, and expand this business, we, we get an opportunity to show our faith and our hearts and our love uh, to more people across this across this nation. Shane, so people may have dialed in late and missed the beginning part. So could you tell people if we want to – you run ASG Energy. Yep. Yeah, we're talking about Jesus and ministry and disciple making. And in the background, you guys happen to make LED lights install yep. things. So if someone was listening and they wanted to find out more on the business side or they just want to find out how, how to get a hold of you, what's the website? What's the information about the company? Uh, our website is ASGEnergyLLC.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can call us directly at 210-610-0036. Mm-hmm. Um, they can call my cell phone, 210-723-4351. I think what's really important for businesses, especially in the local San Antonio area, to understand is that um, LED lighting is is really the wave of the future that's here today, and, and that it can really make a huge impact on their energy costs, CPS uh, rebates, the the program significantly. So it's something that needs to happen, and, and we're here to help them if they're ready to look. Cool. Well, Shane, thanks for being um, authentic and bold, and thanks for being who you are. And friends, I, as you're listening into the show. This is the C12 Faith and Business Show, and Shane's story is exactly why we want this show to exist, is that if you're in business out there, whether you are running a company and you can do everything Shane's talking about, or maybe you are a manager at HEB, or you work at a bank, or you work in a big corporation where you don't get to paint the walls blue and name it ASG and say what it stands for, um, God's got you there for a purpose, and there's things you can do. And I hope that Shane's story in some way challenges you to do that. So again, my name is Mike Shero of the C12 Group. This is the C12 Faith and Business Show. Thanks for tuning in. Come back next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the C12 Faith and Business Show.